Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of the Abundantly You podcast. Oh, I am sitting in my car right now. It's very sunny out. It looks warmer than it feels, but I will take it. The sun feels amazing. I'm sitting in my car. I decided, let me put on my sunglasses just because that sounds fun. That honestly just sounds like a vibe. So if you'd like to picture this, I'm sitting in my car recording this episode with my sunglasses on. I have a few notes in front of me because I don't want to forget all of the pieces that I want to share with you today because today's episode is a life update, which is really exciting. I These are some of my favorite episodes for other podcasts that I listen to, like life updates are some of my favorite episodes to listen to. Um, like when my coach drops her life update episodes, I'm all about it. And I know I've done, I've shared a few on my podcast, but this is like a regular series that I want to implement and share. So as I continue to figure out that schedule, I'll be really excited to share that with you all. Um, so today's life update. Let's see, where do I want to start? Well, this is pretty fitting because I started talking about the weather, like with the sun. So for those of you that don't know, I live in Minnesota and March can often be the snowiest month like that we have. It's when, you know, we are wanting spring, at least for me, I love to have snow around the holidays and then I'm over it. Well, it has been a very snowy March. It was very snowy in February as well. We've just had a lot of freaking snow this season. Um, And so as you can imagine, it just, it becomes a pain to clear it. I mean, you know, every time it snows, it's like, okay, we have to shovel, like clear off the cars, like we have a garage, but we use it for storage. So the cars are outside. So it's just a pain and I'm just over it. And there are these really intense formations of ice that form on like the roof lines. They're called ice dams. I'm just getting very specific with you guys here. Those of you that live in snowy, wintry places know, like, you know what I'm talking about. And others, you might be like, why in the hell do you choose to live here? And that's a pretty fair question and one that I've been asking myself a lot this season. But these things called ice dams, it's basically when the snow starts to melt off of the roof and, you know, it like will drip off of the, um, like this, the, the the end of the roof. What are they called? Like the eaves of the roof. So that's when you'll see like icicles and whatnot. Well, when this happens a lot over the whole season, there there's like thick sheets of ice on the edge of the roof that are called ice dams. And then when it starts to get warmer, they start to melt and they'll drip, 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 drip. So last week we had Thankfully, it was just a little bit, but still, we had some water leaking into our house from our front door and from one of our windows in the front of the house. Total panic. Like, anytime you have water coming into your house, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, panic-inducing. And so we had ice dams on the front of our house on either side of our front door of the front roof. Now, this is kind of weird and ironic because several years ago, we had a bad ice dam that formed on the back of our house, on the back roof. So we got a, like the, it's called a roof rake. And basically it's like 
a little rake that you use, that extends and has a super long handle and you use it to scrape the snow off of your roof. You don't have to do the whole roof. These are all these things that I've learned. You only have to do about maybe 18 to 24 inches, maybe like two feet from up your roof. So that just prevents the ice dams from forming. So we were really good about this. We were doing it in the back because we'd had trouble in the back. Well, then it was like halfway through the season. It's like, oh shit, we should probably do this in the front of the house as well. And so we started, but it was just too late. And the ice dams in the front were just out of control. So it's just, it's annoying, right? Like it's just frustrating and it, it does create nervousness around like okay is our house going to be all right like we have water coming in like it's just not fun so I have really been leaning this season into like okay what professionals are out there that can help provide services that maybe I don't know or my family doesn't know how to remedy or that we just don't have the ability or really desire to do ourselves. So there are services that remove ice dams from your roof and they use, um, it's like a hot pressure wash. So it's like hot water and pressurized water and steam to like literally blast them off of your roof, which is kind of insane, but it's incredible. So on Friday, we had someone come out and steam the ice dams off of the front of our roof, which was such an incredible thing. Um, so worth the money. And, um, that's just one of the things like, yes, these services cost money. You guys have probably heard me talking a lot too about hiring a snow removal service. Like this is the first winter that we like officially were like, yes, we're hiring the snow removal service to clear our driveway and our sidewalk every time it snows this season. It has been a tremendously helpful service. And it, I just, I love that investment. I love using money for that service because one, they have the equipment and the machinery and the know-how of how to operate it that literally gets the job done in like one one hundredth of the time that it would take us to do it by hand. Um, and it's easy. Like, most of the time they don't even have to get out of their equipment. Like they're just driving around, right? It's like, no one has to shovel it by hand. I don't have to shovel it by hand. It's amazing. So to me, this is like such an incredible use of money and it makes me so happy and so satisfied. And I feel so supported in using money this way to support me and my family and my life in this way. So we had the ice dams removed on Friday afternoon and I've, I have been starting this fun little game with myself. I learned it from a free masterclass that I took with Manifestation Babe, who I think she might have learned it from her coach, Andrea Crowder. Like, all of a sudden, I'm seeing so many people, what feels to me like so many people talking about this fun little game. And what this fun little game is, is you say, oh, wouldn't it be fun if fill in the blank. So for me, I was talking to my mom about this ice dam removal and there was like a slight discount if you paid in cash. And so I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. I'll swing through the ATM on my way home from work. And I got the amount of cash that they said it would be. And I said to my mom, I was like, wouldn't it be fun if they decide to knock? I think I said like a hundred dollars off or cause I had a couple hundred dollar bills. Um, 
and I think because we were talking, she was like, oh, should we just give him the envelope when he comes to like check in and say he's here? And I was like, I was like, well, we could, but why don't we wait? Because what if he ends up knocking like $100 off? I'll take one of the $100 bills out and keep it. She's like, oh yeah, good idea. So he finishes. I go to the door. I'm like, thank you so much. This is, this looks amazing. And he was like, here, yeah, um, for sure. Here's your receipt. Um, it didn't take me nearly as long as I thought it would. So I'm knocking $110 off of your bill. And I was like, holy fucking shit. This is so cool because literally two or three hours ago, I was saying, wouldn't it be fun if he knocked a hundred dollars off the bill? And so I only had 20. So I was like, well, tell you what, keep that other 10 that you were going to knock off the bill, keep it as a tip. But then I grabbed one of my hundred dollar bills out of the envelope and kept it. I was like, this is so cool. So cool. I think I probably want to do a whole podcast episode around this. I think that's what I want to do, but let me know if you'd be interested in that. So send me a DM on Instagram or a message on Facebook. If you'd be interested in hearing a whole podcast episode about this, like, wouldn't it be fun kind of like manifestation abundance mindset tool. So then I did it a different time. This actually was before the ice dam thing of saving a hundred dollars, but I was getting my taxes done. This also needs to be in the life update and probably its own episode. But this year, for the first time, I hired an accountant to do my taxes for not only my nine to five job, but also for my coaching business. And again, best investment I could have made. It felt so supported and it was just a fabulous experience. And last year when I did my taxes, I ended up owing money and taxes. I wasn't really sure how it would all pan out with my nine to five job. Um, you know, I'm making more in my corporate job than I ever have before. So I was like, oh, I, I might have to owe some taxes. And last year when I did them myself, I, I did owe on my taxes. And then this year for a multitude of reasons, because I really wanted to be supported in my taxes and I didn't want to do them myself. And I wanted a professional certified public accountant to, to do them. I decided to get it done by a professional. And I said to myself, I didn't say this out loud to anyone, actually. Um, I literally was having a conversation with myself and I was like, Emily, wouldn't it be fun if this year that you hire the tax accountants, they get you a refund on your taxes? And I just put it out there. And I was like, that would be amazing. If it doesn't happen, I'm okay. Like I've got me, I have money in savings. I could happily and easily pay if I do owe. But I was like, man, what if I've got a refund? How cool would that be? How supported would I feel like? How would I use that money? Like, oh, I would put it in savings and then I would do X, Y, or Z with it. Well, a couple weeks pass, I get a call. Um, hey, Emily, it's blah, 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 accounting firm. Your taxes are ready. You can come and sign for them and, and pay your invoice. We're open from 8 to 5, Monday through Friday. Amazing. Pop over there, um, sign for my taxes, and they say, this is amazing. We were able to get you an $822 refund. And I was like, Oh my God, of course you were. I was so excited. I was like skipping out of the accountant's office and I was like, wouldn't it be fun? This would, there's something to this. Wouldn't it be fun game? So those are two really incredible money manifestations that, um, I've brought about in my life in the last couple of weeks. 
I also wanted to share about the podcast course that I'm taking with my coach, Jessica. It's called Podcasting with the Queen. I talked about this in a couple other episodes, but I'm really celebrating the fact that this is my third episode that has aired in the last three weeks. So in the last three weeks, I've published three episodes, which is, you know, more than I have in like months. For those of you that have been around, you know, there's been some long breaks, some long pauses, some long hiatuses, if that's even a word, on the Abundantly You podcast. But this course, I'm learning so much. Of course, there's already some things that I know because I've had a podcast for two years, but it's like a deepening of what I already know, a healing of being able to just forgive myself for not knowing what I didn't know, sabotaging myself, um, you know, ghosting something that I loved for a while, which was my podcast. It's just created a lot of beautiful momentum in my life and in my business. Like, yes, specifically with my podcast, but then that momentum and good feeling and feeling of pride, um, you know, it just, it has a way of spilling over into so many different areas of of life. You know how that goes. So I'm thrilled and over the moon that I'm having these results and I'm feeling really proud of myself because as we know, taking a course is not like a magic bullet. Like you then have to put in the work, right? You have to listen to the course, you have to implement, you have to do the mindset work, you know, lean in, ask questions, get coached, however that looks. And I just feel I'm really powerfully showing up inside of that course. And it is translating into all kinds of beautiful momentum in my life and in my business and with my podcast, which just thrills me. So that has been amazing. We have two blocks left of training. I think we have, I think, two weeks left inside of the course. And it's already been so amazing. So I just can't even wait to see where we go from here. And then the last piece that I want to talk about is that I feel like I am really, truly, and somewhat finally coming out of my funk, the funk that I feel like I was in for most of 2022. So when I talk about like self-sabotage, there was a lot of self-sabotage, a lot of hiding, a lot of questioning myself and my voice and my choices in 2022. So there's a couple key things that have helped me to come out of my funk. And of course, I'm going to share them with you. So the first way is by getting back into my practice of intuitive eating and making that a really integral part of my day and just being intentional with it. Intuitive eating changed my relationship with food and my body and releasing weight, maintaining weight, just caring for myself. And there were definitely long swaths of time in 2022 where I was not binge eating, but there were times where I was emotionally eating. There were times where I kind of just had a fuck it mentality and was like, I don't, I don't even want to spend the time and attention to really listen to my hunger and fullness cues. So, of course, that has a ripple effect and 
cause me to feel worse in my life and not better. So I've really just recommitted to the level of intentionality that I want to have with intuitive eating. And I'm feeling so much better, so much better. Like feeling proud of myself when I lay my head on the pillow at night, like just feeling like, Emily, you're really taking care of yourself. You're showing up for yourself. And it shows. And again, it, it spills over into so many areas, other areas of my life that have nothing to do with food. But like the way that intuitive eating helps me feel just sets me up for so much success, like in how I want to feel in my life. And it's a beautiful investment into my short-term and long-term health. That's something I've been thinking a lot about lately too. Like I want to be the healthiest version of me I can be at every stage of my life. And intuitive eating is a huge tool in my tool belt that can help support me in that desire. The other thing that goes hand in hand with this is getting back into a consistent, for me, exercise routine. Right now, that looks like probably about movement five days a week and probably averaging about two rest days every week. This varies. Sometimes this is like a nice long walk on the treadmill, like a 30-minute walk on like a high incline and like I'm going for a hike, getting really sweaty, like that feels really good. I've also fallen back in love with the Pio program on the Beachbody On Demand app, which I got in November. I got the, the Beachbody On Demand subscription service in November and I've been redoing the Pio program, which is like a classic for me. So it's a blend of Pilates and yoga. And then when I do that, I'll do like maybe a 20 minute walk on the treadmill afterwards at just a moderate speed, like walk for a mile, just kind of like shake it out, get, you know, get my body moving. Walking is so incredible for so many facets of your health. And it's one of my favorite exercises. I've always loved to walk. It helps clear my head. I actually get some really incredible like business content writing ideas when when I'm walking on the treadmill. It's it's just fabulous. And talk about another way to invest in my short term and my long term health. Like I I want to continue traveling like well into my you know later age years. Like I want a high quality of life at again every stage of my life and exercise is a huge way that I can that's something that I can control, a variable that I can control to set me up for as much success as possible as I continue to go into different phases of my life and ages in my life. Again, exercise makes me feel incredible too, and this just spills over into so many other areas of my life. I've also been recommitting to showing up powerfully in my business. Part of that is by pouring into the podcast and getting back to spending time recording episodes, publishing episodes like this right now for this incredible community and for my business. So, and again, this, I get to decide what showing up powerfully looks like for me, what consistency looks like for me. Um, Showing up somewhat consistently on stories and posting is important for me. You know, stories five days a week, posting maybe two to three times a week, and then doing weekly podcast episodes and letting it evolve from there. But I've really been getting more specific on what that looks like for me and then holding myself lovingly, of course, but holding myself accountable to showing up in that way because I know that that is what makes me feel my best. And again, 
that too spills over into so many other areas of my life. I so often find, this is like an old remnant of my all or nothing thinking, but it would be like, okay, well, if I'm not intuitively eating today and if I'm not exercising, like there's no point in showing up on social media. I no longer believe that, but I do find that it's easier to show up in, let's say if I show up powerfully in my business, it's like, well, heck yeah, I'm going to, I want to exercise too. Like that momentum breeds more momentum. That good feeling breeds more good feeling. Or a lot of times if I start my day with exercise, it's like, okay, now I've had some fresh ideas walking on the treadmill and I'm excited and really inspired to show up powerfully in my business. It just makes things easier. Another thing that I have re-implemented as of today, actually, is journaling in the morning. I daily journaled for several years. It made me feel amazing. And I really, I really kind of abandoned that in 2022. But no worries, I'm back to it. And I was really intentional about wanting to stack these habits. I did not want to jump in and go 90 miles an hour right away and be like, I'm going to get back to intuitive eating really intentionally. I'm going to be exercising every day. I'm going to be showing up in my business in all of the ways. I'm going to journal in the morning. I'm going to read at night. Like, no, that's a recipe for burnout. So today I implemented journaling this morning. My desire is to do that before I go to work. Today I didn't quite get there. I did it while I was at work, but it's okay. It felt amazing. And then another piece that I have not yet implemented, but when I feel more solid with my morning journaling routine, I want to add in reading before bed. So that is on the horizon, but I know that that too is just going to be another beautiful way for me to pour into myself, invest in my mind, and have a really nice wind down time before I go to sleep. And of course, too, it will allow me to get through many of the books that I have that I desire to read. So this could be personal development books, could be novels, it could be books of poetry. Um, I love reading all different kinds of things and have many, many of all those types of books in my to-be-read pile. So I'm excited um, to begin implementing reading before bed in the coming weeks and months as all of these other habits start to feel really solid. And I've expanded and built and grown my capacity to be able to hold more. So that is it for today's life update episode. I hope that you enjoyed. Um, Of course, I love hearing your feedback. So if anything in this episode resonated with you, if you have feedback for me, would absolutely love to hear from you. You can send me a DM on Instagram. I am at Abundance Emily. If we're not already connected, let's connect on Instagram. I would say that is where I am most active. Um, And then I also have a free private Facebook community called the Abundantly You community. The link to both my Instagram and my Facebook community are in the show notes of this episode. And of course, I would absolutely love if you would take a couple minutes out of your day to rate and review this podcast. Not only is it wonderful feedback for me to know if this is resonating, if you guys are enjoying what I'm sharing, but also in helping me grow the podcast and just get it in front of other listeners who are just like you and who are needing and craving and desiring these kinds of conversations and messages. So I am so grateful for you. Thank you for being here. I hope that you loved today's episode and I'm so excited to talk to you in the next episode.